Ugh. I hate being late for our lo- loyal fans. All right, let's do the let's do the intro. Then five star reviews. I am Turch, the misogynist of the show, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that has absolutely no idea what the hell is going on. It is Kieran. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm very good. I'm very good. And if you've been waiting for us to go live, um, it's not my fault. <laughs> no. So this episode, we will be having at least half. <laughs> of shitty song of the week on the show. Uh, we're hoping that they're going to do that. Oh, Kevin wants you to do the Peyton CEO scream, the woo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> woo. <laughs> do it at the end. Do it at the end. That's, that's all the important stuff. Yeah, so we do. We are going to have shitty song of the week, uh, at least one of the members of them on our show to do some music reviews and this and that. So that's going to be very exciting. But we thought we're a bit running a bit late. Um, we better start anyway and just have some fun. And talk about some little things that have been happening here. We've got lots of rants for you. We've got a little bit of news, but then we're going to get straight into the music. But Kieran, uh, and I just want to say, of- three minutes, three minutes of this was me being late because I wanted to get a second coffee. Um... I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sitting here going, "Hey, is everyone ready?" <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I've got my. Church, uh, you're the one. Up, See, this is this is this is a really good relationship, right? Because you're the one that stresses and gets shit done. And I just sit here and go, oh, I'll make another coffee. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And drink it. But that's okay. And, you know. Some, someone's got to do the work around here. It's not like our CEO does anything. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Vision. Vision. You know, that's Zero what a... Vision, buddy. Yeah, vision. Vision. <laughs> vision, vision and... For <laughs> vision and accountability. <laughs> Accountability, yeah. Excuse me, accountability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go on here. Oh, you had pushed it up the episode late. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not accountability, buddy boy. That is a deflection. <laughs> Always within the margin of error, Turch. Always within the margin of error. Yeah, well, I'll say that to our stockholders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should offer shares. This is not a bad idea. We've got to offer at least a product or some sort of service. No, we've got a product. Anyway, let's not get bogged down with accounting and all Amazing. the other stuff. Amazing. That Church likes to talk about and everyone switches off. Exactly right. So the important thing is that this week we officially got, uh, I guess, hate mail from not only a porn star, but uh, a bunch of her fans. Okay. So, do you remember, Kieran, about a couple of, probably about a month ago, we were like, hey, we've got to do a bunch of episodes all together, and we thought, you do one with Niall, I'll do one with Jess, and I'll do one with Damien, and then we'll do one of my, our own, and we'll just put them all out there, because we've, we missed like three weeks in a row of like delays and this and that, and then we had the episode that had the terrible audio on both ends, mainly yours, <laughs> and... <laughs> Well, uh, let's not like, point. Let's not point any fingers. No here. accountability there, were, there, buddy boy. There was. <laughs> there was. Um, look, no, look, look. Hear me out, church. Hear me out. There, there were. There were factors 
that was that were happening around the it was world. Definitely something. Definitely something that, happening. On you know that, that we that, 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 that we were trying very very hard to to control. And, and right. if anything, if anything, the audio engineer of this show, the chief technological officer, Turch, did did fail. Um, but right. as the CEO. I made sure that I there did, are now processes. I did the best that I could. I, I should release that episode <laughs> just to spite you. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible audio. And just say, is, if anyone can fix it, I will pay them $100. Like that, that's how much I'm, I'm guaranteed that audio is far too fucked to be, um, to be, uh, to be usable. Uh, right, here we go. Anyway, <laughs> I told you we take it up the poop shoot because of a Twitter exchange. You're absolutely right. So, Kieran, I don't know if you saw this. You probably didn't, even though I sent you the screenshots. Um, did you send me the screen? When? I did. I did. Yeah, I don't know. Ages ago. But um, over this week, um, during those episodes, that um, you know, I always said to you mm. that we should review uh, another podcast because I love doing that. You know, we made really good friends last time we did it. We should do it again. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny to like out there porn stars? Like are now becoming more mainstream when it comes to. Well, it's the it's uh, pop culture. Yeah, it's pop it's culture and all that. Sort pop of culture stuff. and and OnlyFans is you know, driving this as well. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what we're going to be saying? Do you know what we're going to be saying in the future though? Oh my god, I can't believe OnlyFans started with porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I think we should start on OnlyFans. Just put up these terrible episodes on. Oh, look, I'm going to invite Brandon into the stream from Shitty Song of the Week. Here we go. We're adding him in. Oh, there we go. Oh, and Brandon, there he, he was there, and then oh, he went. I think I double-clicked <laughs> it. And, and here we go. Let's put us up like, like this, maybe a little bit nicer. All right. What's going on, guys? Hey. Just, uh, super slow. Because Australian internet is the greatest internet in, on the... Can, can you not hear Brandon Turch? Because I can hear... Hi, Brandon. Hey, hey, Kieran, how you doing? I'm doing very well, very well. Thanks. Brandon, Thanks. welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Turn your vocal mic, uh, mic up a little bit over there. You're a bit right, quiet. Right. Uh, is that is that better? That's a little bit better there. Okay, That's excellent. A bit yeah. Better. yeah. So awesome. sorry about the delay, man. Bunch of technical bullshit, dude. I'm I'm <laughs> glad we finally got it out of the way, though. It's something. We're here. That's the important thing. we we've got a whole three people watching, and that's that's half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but all good. So we, I was just telling the story about how uh, a porn star actually gave us some hate mail. Oh no, shit! Yeah, yeah. So a long time ago, about a month ago, uh, we did all these bunch of episodes, and Kieran uh, was not on the show, but my cousin was on the show, and I said to him, "Hey, I've got this idea. We want to review a porn star's podcast because I figure that's just really competition for us." Right. We've Makes got to be sense. better than a porn star. You, you would think so. So I found a porn star's uh, podcast called After Adult. And, they, and the porn, uh, porn star series. Okay. And when it comes to... When it, uh, we reviewed it and we gave him very... We were highly critical of her, of her podcast in the nicest possible way. And many of the things that we were saying were like, you know, use compression on your voice. Uh, don't... Uh, you know, don't record next to a, a, a running washing machine, which also right. happened. Uh, stick sense. to the topic on point, you know, because they spoke. Mm, and that's very, very important to stick onto yeah. the topic. 
That's right. We spoke, they spoke about 45 minutes uh, of a 45 minute show. Half an hour of it was not on the topic and the topic was bisexuality. So only 15 minutes of a 45 minute episode was on bisexuality. And you would think that that's why people would want to watch um, a porn star talk about bisexuality. Anyway, so we gave her all these this uh, this um, this feedback, and she obviously didn't listen to it. Then she put up a a thing on uh, on Twitter saying, "Hey, for the next half an hour, I will answer any of the questions that you put down." So I just you know from our podcast account, "Hey, did you watch our? Did you listen to listen to our review?" Right. And uh, she said no. I t- she goes, "What is it about?" I told what what it's about, like, you know, used compression, all this sort of stuff. So then she went away and actually listened to it. And I know that she listened to it because she came back. It was like, you guys are just super misogynistic. (laughs) Just blaming people, blaming women for having a podcast. And I'm like, I don't think that was what we were. Oh shit. We lost him. Oh, Tooch is gone. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking hilarious. Cause he's been like, we're going to get the show on a whole bunch of technical nightmares tonight, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> did I anyway, Red's, Red's joined us. Hi, Red. Hello. Did, did I miss something? Uh, uh, no, no. See, I can't. I don't. Church doesn't give me. He doesn't trust me. So he doesn't give me any of this technical access stuff. So uh, okay. um, I've got no idea where he's gone. Well, it's but anyway, first nine minutes or so have been a little bit of a clusterfuck. Oh, it's always a clusterfuck. It is a real <laughs> shit show here. Um, um but yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there this, he is. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, so we got. Uh, this is a total shit show. I know. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry, Church. We we're talking about accountability, and I I, I took charge. I'm, a, I'm I'm blaming Australian internet for that one. There. That there's no way I'm not blaming that. But uh, yeah, so anyway, we told her all this and she got really upset. She she was like, oh, well, I get four times the amount of listeners that your show does. And I'm like, those are terrible numbers. If that's if, if that's, <laughs> <her God. laughs> if that's, if that's your <laughs> barrier of entry of why your podcast is better, maybe it's, and I said to her, maybe it's because, you know, you get your tits out and it get, it get fucked in the ass by a whole bunch of people. Um Maybe that's why people are watching your watching your podcast <laughs> rather than rather than the actual content. So I just well, gave I mean, a few pointers. If you, know, if you know the road to success already, Turch, then what are you waiting for? Look, uh, the OnlyFans has already opened. Uh, there's a couple of dick pics <laughs> on there if you're interested. Um, you know, it's it, and it's mostly that and pictures of my dogs. I figure girls love that too because girls are going to, you know, and go- gay guys also love puppies. So I figure there's a good balance between dog pictures and dick pictures. I think that's... Uh, you know, yeah, four times zero is still zero. Yeah, that's basically the uh, the amount of listeners we get. You know, so, yeah, as so long the, as you uh, don't, as long as you don't put any dog dick pics up, I'm good. No, that's right. We we uh, we actually said we should make an we should make our own website where it's only fans for dogs, so only dogs, and girls can just send each other like you know pictures of their dogs and charge money for them. I think that would be fan. It's like Instagram, but you know you got to pay for the dog pictures. <laughs> Or equivalent one for cats as well. I think that's a real market, a niche market. But some people that have, you know, the niche markets, usually they're the ones that usually want to spend the money. I mean, those foot fetish guys, I'll tell you what, they spend millions of dollars every year on foot fetish pictures. 
See, I had this and, idea. I had this idea a couple of weeks ago where I was going to start an OnlyFans, but it was going to be for like beating up pedophiles and just straight up assholes. <laughs> and I'm going to call. And I'm going to call it Only Hands. This is like the successor <laughs> to bum fights. Is that the right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm call, I'm like, but I'm going to call it Only Hands instead of OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, I, I would change the name of it, though, man. I, that's kind of got a Mr. Hand sort of feel since we're talking about animals and porn. I mean. It's just ha- just videos of hand jobs, only hands. It's just yeah, only hands. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong just, things. Yeah, just hand job videos and pictures. That's it. That's what it is. Only hands. Or it's like George Costanza. He was the hand model. It's just hand models. Like, you know, same sort of there thing. It's subtly different. Oh, yeah. We. <laughs> You know, it, it's funny you had a you got accosted by one of your uh, for one of your reviews not that long ago. We got we actually had a band seek us out, and they're you know they were like, "Hey, so we got this new single that just came out. We'd like for you guys to listen to it." And I I listened to the song and I was like, "Well, fuck, we might as well just go through this entire album since they asked for it." So we went through this entire album. It, it was our first album review for this uh, Chicago thrash metal band called Aftermath, and it's fucking garbage and i mean like, like when you come when you come to a show called shitty song of the week to review your music don't expect a positive review and you know we, we weren't we weren't super mean but we were honest about what we thought about the yeah. song and they we didn't we didn't send the link out to them or anything they listened to it and then they they sent me this ultra lengthy message about like correcting every point that I had made that was apparently wrong and how they want to come on the show to rebuttal our statement. Like, yeah, that's, that's what we'll do. Great idea. Uh, look, you know, with the, uh, just like our show, it's like the biggest show on earth and everyone's going to listen to it and change their minds. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah. Also during the show of that, uh, of the porn site, it's called after adult. If you want to listen to it. Um, during that show, the fifty over the forty-five minutes, half an hour of it was just rambling garbage, and uh, in that half an hour random garbage, they also talked about the co-host dad hitting someone with his car. Like that's not what I want to listen to during the show. What? Yeah, that was a real thing that happened. That was a real thing that happened. That, but luckily, man brain came to our uh, uh, came into the uh, into the chat as well. We're just like, yeah, because. Smaller podcasts should never punch up. They should only punch down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just glad we give the pre-warning that our show is a real shit show. There, there, there we can do anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a coverall for for what we do around here. And that's you have important no idea. You want to you want to know the epitome of a shit show? Come hang out <laughs> with me and Brandon for an hour. Did you just see the intro to our show? I logged off. We had no guests, and we were hoping for the best. It was, and we got getting yelled at by a porn star. That, that's that's how you start a show, people, on a Saturday morning at, in Australia. Okay. Oh, we need we need to have this porn star on our show, Turch. Oh uh, well, you know what? You're trying to get a socialist on our show to talk about socialistic oh. things. Uh, oh, yeah. So maybe we can. Who's the porn that's... star? It's Siri. You can look her up in your own time, Red. We'll uh, we've got stuff to talk about today. <laughs> okay, not in yeah. not as in Siri as in the iPhone. No, no. Yeah, no. I was gonna say like she's got her own porn channel now. It's a really it's a really niche fetish. Well, it, I didn't even complain gonna... about her automated voice. 
if you're gonna have her on the show, you can't have her on to talk about porn. You gotta have her on to talk about podcasting because obviously yeah, of course. she's a much better podcaster than you guys. So. Obviously. Well, yeah. I just now want to do a spin-off show with Kieran and everybody else where we can just review porn stars podcast i think that would be the greatest thing ever because it look our review our criticism can't be worse than getting fucked in the ass by a black dude like there's just no way in hell <laughs> you know, there's just no way in hell you know red and i had this idea too where we were going to do a, a little another show where we find awkward moments in porn and review them <laughs> But but then but then it's like it's adding another show onto everything else that we do. It's just at some at certain point we got so much time to do. I like I like the way you're thinking because that just means that you get to tell your partner you're watching porn for educational purposes. Like that's your with, job now. I watch porn for a living with your buddy, not her, yeah. but with your buddy. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be able to live stream it on YouTube. I'll tell you that much. You have to go to like no. you know BitChute or uh, I don't know. Well, that, that's why that's where our OnlyFans page would come in. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so anyway, so if anyone wants to listen to that episode, I think it's like episode 109 or 110 for us where we review it's the last half an hour but i think damien and i just complain about our partners for a good 20 minutes beforehand like we do on every show like we do on every show <laughs> but anyway i've got another quick rant for you kieran because i know you love oh. a good rant on a on a i uh, do stickers on- i i'm struggling here this is it's 11 a.m over here and i'm fucking tired i'm, I'm <laughs> it's worse than fucking uh when we record at night time it is it's sorry i'm here i did ch- have a coffee I'm trying to get you involved, you know. It's like a, it's like a team effort. That's what you got to do. But stick. I don't, I don't know if you guys have it in the US. I'm just going to assume that you do. But stickers on fruit, individual pieces of fruit with stickers on them. Like, oh yeah. Who thought this was a oh, good yeah. idea? Yeah. And they're infuriating because all these stickers have these super tiny little barcodes on them that don't scan for shit. Like I go to the self checkout no. all the time with the, the fucking peaches and pears and apples and all this shit, and I'm trying to scan these fucking things to go because. They, they should scan. Why wouldn't they? They have fucking barcodes on them. But no, you have to weigh them down on there and type all this fucking shit to get. It's a, it's such a pain in the ass. A useless thing too. I they and they do like fruit in bags as well, just to sort of cut out the middleman. But you're just like Jesus Christ. Like if I'm gonna do, I'm trying to save the environment. Like or be environmentally friendly. Bring my own plastic. Do you have to do that? Bring your own plastic bags to the supermarket. Is that no. a thing that happens in America? No, I mean no. They, they. We have reusable bags that you can often get, but you're not required to bring your own plastic bags. Oh, we have, so, we have see, Australia. See, in Australia, we've got to bring our own bags, and and I I am terrible at this. I always forget. Um, <laughs> they're not in my car. They're all at at home, and then you, you do have the option of buying a bag when you're there, but now you make to feel like a dick. Because now you've got to buy a bag. You didn't bring your own. You know. You, now you're not saving the planet. And do you know what they've done as well, Church? Do you know what they've done? And maybe this is a COVID thing or something. But you can no longer just get a plastic bag that you want to buy. You have to go up to the fucking to the shopkeeper and find the person and be like, "Could you please pass me a bag?" <laughs> so you need a middleman just to get grocery bags to then shop. That's fucking infuriating. And then you got to mm-hmm. sometimes pack your own bags. Like at the self-checkout, you got to pack your own bags. And then at the register, they were almost re- requesting that you pack your own bags as well. It was ridiculous. Like at, well, we have a, like a discount, I guess, supermarket chain here called Aldi. And it's from Germany. Yep. And, and it's great. Yep. 
great. Yep. And you've always had to pack your own bags there, but everything's yes. like dirt cheap. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm saving money. This is saving me money across the board. Booze is even cheap there. I'm always happy to do that. But then like proper super. But you don't even are- you don't even pack your bag at LD. You just sort of get it all into the fucking shopping cart and then you walk away and you pack it. Like it's quick <laughs> nah. and it's efficient. The self-checkouts, they take fucking forever. Yeah, they do. They do. I don't know. I boycott. I, I, I boycott self checkout. I boycott self checkout. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't get paid to ring up. I don't get paid to check out groceries. That's not my job. See that? That's like, where we all differ here. I or I guess I differ from all three of you because I enjoy the self checkout. And look, I didn't think I was going to hop on this show and talk about how much I enjoy self checkout. <laughs> I, I I can't stand human interaction in grocery stores. It, Trying to force a small conversation between myself and the cashier is one of the most awkward and frustrating things that could ever occur. Like, I've got no interest in talking to them. They don't have an interest in really talking to me. So what's the point in constantly, oh, hello, how you, I, it bothered me. I, I no, would rather no, what, enjoy. What you got to do, what you got to do, is when they say, I don't know if this is an Australian thing or American thing, but, you know, how, how's your day going? And we all generally all reply with good. Well, now you got to play That's some it. games with them. Now you got to reply with, well, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> and then you got to start making up a story. Well, see, I can, yeah. I can totally you gotta start- just, just start crying on command and shit. Just like, <laughs> oh, my, my dad just died. If, in case you really want to know, you know, it's been really hard for me. And and you'll probably get the fucking the sh- the shopping for free. They'll probably be so, oh, my God, this person's had a bad day. You know, off you go, please. No, I'll just end up on someone's Facebook page as they're like live streaming this man's meltdown. And like, I can't, believe, I can't believe how often like, look, Americans, like all these videos online of people at super, uh, shopping centers and supermarkets doing like going crazy and this and that. When Australians start filming in a supermarket, that means a fight's happening. Like someone's mm. fighting over toilet paper. That was it. Like Americans are complaining, you know, you got your Karens and doing all this and that. Like, oh, I don't have to wait in line. I have to wear a mask and snap. And Australians are like, hey, these two bitches are fighting over a six pack of toilet paper. That's needs 50 cameras filming at all times. That's what we need. <laughs> well, absolutely it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but anyway, stickers on fruit. What a, what a waste of a, an invention. They, they could do, I don't know. They've got to work it out. They've got to work it out. They, they, like, you know, it's I'm, a I'm fucking thinking... sticker like this big, Turk. It's not like a billboard <laughs> or a bumper sticker. It's literally that big. Turk, the stickers, you're seeing this all wrong. The stickers aren't there to be scanned, right? The stickers yeah. are there for you to peel off and then yeah. put on your partner's back without no, them no, no, realizing no. Okay. that you've then That's put a sticker true. on their back. I don't understand. So let, let me get this straight, right? And I don't know if it's the same in the US, but it is in Australia. Apples have stickers. Pears yep. have stickers, yep. But capsicums and onions don't. So someone made a decision that these <laughs> need stickers, whereas other things don't. Well, this wait a minute. I've got a question. <laughs> yeah. I've got a question. What the fuck is a capsicum? Are you guys call oh, them peppers? Peppers. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, we get. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, again, I don't. I didn't know how we got on this conversation, but you know, <laughs> we do have peppers that have stickers on them. Onions don't. I, I never thought I'd think about this shit in my entire life. Now, <laughs> now you got me thinking about every piece of produce that I've ever purchased in a store, and I'm like, does it have a sticker on it? Like kiwis don't have stickers. Like why is that? I, I, you, you blow my mind on the most fucking minute thing tonight, Turch. This is this is the uh, this is what no stickers on carrots. 
No stickers on it. But they come in a bag. No, but you can buy individual carrots. See, the problem with the carrots, the problem with the carrots, you buy so much and I don't need that much. I mean, they're they're dirt cheaper in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. But carrots. But carrots, you can do a whole bunch of stuff with them. But that's all with Kieran, before we get on to what is the shittiest song of this week, do you have Mm -hmm. some news for us? I'm I'm sick of ranting about stickers on fucking fruit. (laughs) That that lasted longer than the porn star talk. And that was the (laughs) highlight for me. That was my contribution to the show. (laughs) You got me started on self-checkouts, man. I do do have a... I do have a rant, but I think I actually have got to bring in the video, the audio clip uh, from okay. last week, because our good friend, uh, well, she hasn't been on the podcast yet, uh, associate colleague, Melburnian, yeah. uh, socialist, was on Neil, uh, Tim okay. Mitchell, Neil Mitchell, whatever his name is, but yeah. I think we've got to bring in the, but do you know what she said? She is running... I, 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 I am, I am. She is running for Lord Mayor of Melbourne here in Australia, um, which is Lord just a fancy Mayor. Lord Mayor. Um, yeah, mm. we have mayors all across, uh, uh, you know, Australia, but one of them is a Lord. Um, uh, so it's pretty... I, I think it's got to be, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So she's running for Lord Mayor. Um, by the way, we don't know, it's not like it's not like America, we've got no idea who is in our councils or Shire, or anything like that, right? No one gives it, no one cares about these elections. They're, they're, and these have always been done by postal votes as well. Always, right? No one cares. But she has demanded that if your house is empty, that it should be taken over by the government if you, you know, own a house. So, so if you own an renting, investment property. Investment property, a rental property and it's not occupied, then the government should take it over and house the homeless people. Oh, fuck which, that. Which is sort of going defeating the purpose of uh, you work really hard, you save up, you buy an investment property to rent it out. It's your, it's your bloody decision what you do with it. It also defeats anyway. the purpose of homeless people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get I the mean... fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, when you're talking about like taking over, you know, private property, people that have purchased it, wanting to make some sort of investment and plans for the future for their own children um, and themselves, obviously, with their retirement and taking it away from them, like, that's the divide. This person here, this this um, leader of this socialist party or the, the, the person running for Lord Mayor obviously doesn't own anything at all <laughs> so it, it, it's like sharing a toothbrush that's how i'm feeling it's like <laughs> like oh, yeah, the last I, thing you I, want to do is share a toothbrush I, with someone you don't know let alone even your partner oh church your bed your bed's not being used right now so if you could just yeah. give it to someone else to sure, just use right sorry. now yep i i've lived in a house that was converted into a homeless shelter like while i was still living in it so i could speak on this firsthand that shit fucking sucks if I work hard and I get I bust my ass off and I get myself a house and I get my I manage I somehow manage to get a second property, I will have that second property for solely for the purpose of telling homeless people that they can't be on it. Like I I, I will have I will have a lifeguard fucking chair that will sit as like a tower over the front yard and I will look at homeless people and say, No, you cannot go here. No get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Exactly. <laughs> 
I work for that shit. If I don't want, if I don't want, you fucking, if I don't want you fucking it up, then I don't want you fucking it up. And I'm sorry, but I've been in that situation. I know what's gonna happen to that house. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm just gonna say, but you put. I wish Americans put the title Lord in front of more authoritarian things. I think it sounds badass. Like if I was working at a fast food restaurant and I had to, if I had to answer to the Lord manager, I'd be a little more intimidated. I'd listen to it more. Don't give uh, Trump like, any ideas. <laughs> it, it's, <Right>? it's... <laughs> Lord Trump. Oh, uh, that's really great. Anyway, I've got oh, a new God. story. Don't say that out loud. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, boys. We're watching here from Australia thinking, man, Lord Kanye West might be your next uh, Lord President. That's, that's pretty amazing. I'm very proud of you. I don't know how you did it, but you did, made it even more ridiculous. Well, you know, I just heard today, speaking of Kanye West, I'm glad you brought that up because I just seen today on the social medias that Kanye West was hospitalized today. Um, really? This is a real article. I've seen it on Google. Okay. It's totally yeah, it credible. I've seen it on Google. <laughs> I've seen it, seen it on Google for over texting because of the campaign thing. What? He was exhausted. He was exhausted for over texting and they hospitalized him. He, he's a professional performer. Like even if his music is dog shit, which I think it is, he's on stage. He's moving around. He's making boisterous claims. He spends a lot of energy on a day-to-day basis. So how fast are his fucking thumbs moving to where he's got to break himself down? From? And and he's he's not doing it. He would have been able to convince a whole bunch of volunteers to do it on his behalf. Right. Yeah. Pe- well, of people course. He, he, he isn't texting all these people. There's literally a program called like uh, uh, many texts or something like that. mighty text that you can download. Yeah, you, you, you use it all the time, Church. Yeah, yeah. And so I can text message from my computer and just type things up, but then I could just copy and paste things. I used to do it for my band all the time and just send everyone text messages like really well, quick. I, I don't want to give Kanye that much credit. I don't think he can figure something like that out, but I do think he has enough power to get a, 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 a army of minions to do his bidding for him. People do crazy shit for Kanye West. I've mm. seen bags of oxygen being sold online because it was it was at a Kanye <laughs> West dollars. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. I'm not the only one who's seen this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, keep I in mind, it was not it was not the breath of Kanye West. It was just the atmospheric air at a concert. That was it. Yeah, so it was everyone like- else's oxygen. Or carbon yeah, it's, it's like it's like cigarette smoke, a little bit of weed smoke, some farts in there. Boo, you know, bullshit! They fucking went there and did it. They just went out their backyard and and got air. <laughs> of course they did. Of course Excuse they me, they did. had a certificate of authentic uh, authentication on there as well. So, uh, Kanye West signed it. The fans around the area signed it. Uh, mm. This is almost like space balls. Remember space balls? Like air in a can. Like, oh yeah. Same sort of thing. It's like, oh yeah, got the fresh, got the fresh stuff, and they're trying to steal the atmosphere of a. Uh, this is actually a... this podcast is actually Spaceballs, the podcast. It basically <laughs> is. It's it's pretty de- it just it's just merchandising, all merchandising. That's all it is. Yeah. Just merchandising, <laughs> merchandising. Church, I've got an article. I've got an article right. for you all. All right, right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Australia, and we, we'd like to avoid talking about COVID on this show, but this is a very important article because this is government sanctioned. Oh, boy. Sex parties allowed, but dancing at weddings banned under Queensland COVID restrictions. 
Now, Queensland is like your Texas. Okay. It is the redneck of Australia. (laughs) So, so I I could be balls deep in almost anybody I want to at a sex party, but I can't dance with someone fully clothed at a wedding? Well, you, you can't dance. You know, dancing's not allowed. Okay, okay, so we're back. Because you're white, Brandon. It's because you're white. It's not because yeah. uh, the law. It's just because you're white. That's all it is. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Look, I'm not. I'm not defending my dancing skills at all here. <laughs> there is a, a loophole apparently where regulations prohibit wedding guests from dancing, but you are allowed group sex at approved swinger clubs and adult parties. Well, I mean, wedding- dance is like such an interpretive thing, like and so. Subject- like I can, I can make any random movement and call it a dance. You know, it's like it's like art is subjective and shit. So really, if you put music in the background of people fucking, you could make the argument that they are doing some kind of a dance. It's the horizontal mambo. Yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've never heard it described like that, but now that's. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's now. I feel like that's going to be the easiest way to seduce my partner at, the, at any point in time. Yeah, the horizontal mamba. I like that. I'm going to use that at your wedding speech, Turch. Horizontal that's, mumbo. Yeah, that one down. What I like yeah. most about this is that uh, the British, like BBC, and even the Canadian government came out like how to have sex safely during COVID. We talked about this in the last couple of episodes, and it was always like the big one was wear a mask and don't do any positions that you're facing each other. And I'm like, these are just like, (laughs) this is just like, this just makes it easier for the men. I mean, that just means doggy style is the only thing that you can really do safely. Isn't that? And And it doesn't matter what she, and it doesn't, and it doesn't matter what she looks like either. (laughs) It looks like, yeah, exactly right. She's she's got a, she's got a mask. So we have this thing down in, in America and well, in the South, I don't know about Brandon, but in the deep South of, of America, uh, we have a rating system, like how many bags it would take to put over her head to cover up her ugly. You, you, you know, so it'd be like, so it'd be like, oh, there's a two bagger, there's a three bagger, there's a one bagger. You know what I mean? So now it's just how, how many masks does it take to cover her face where it doesn't matter what she looks like. That's good. That's like uh, I don't know if you guys call them uh, butter faces or prawns. Or, Yo, or butter, butter faces. Yep, so yep. finally, they can rise up in our community and, and finally join these yeah. sex parties safely. Yeah, this is the you know, butterface revolution is what's going on here. <laughs> I gotta fuck you this way. The government is making me. It's a legal requirement. <laughs> yeah, turn around, it. bitch. It's COVID. Turn around. It's COVID. <laughs> oh. I can eat your nasty good. pussy. I can eat your nasty pussy, but don't cough on me, okay? You gotta wear a mask though. That's the hard part. It's just it's just gonna have a nice bit of fun. You have to cut a little hole in it where your tongue gets out. <laughs> just a little... I'm actually surprised. There you go. The se- this is an opportunity for the sex industry. You know, you could wear a mask. They've probably well, they've already got them, but you know, we could get really creative here. This is like well, got, they, they already have gimp. Yeah, they, they already have gimp suits with the fucking zipper mouths on them. Yeah, I'm thinking more of those like COVID masks though. This so, is, so uh, you, want, you want like you want like a, a leather BDSM like face mask <laughs> medically approved to fight COVID too. Black leather <laughs> spikes in '95. Oh, I know. Yeah. We had the furry on a couple of episodes ago, and I'm like, this is the we pr- did. like you know, if they can't 
if, if fairies can fuck in their suits and have the masks on, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get away with uh, just wearing a mask. And it's, it's not that big a deal. But again, it's one of those laws. Like every time they write a law, I just think to myself, a law is only as good as, as how well you can police it. Like, you know, speeding fines, speeding and stuff like that. Right. Most of the time you can do a couple of Ks or miles over the speed limit and you'd be fine, right? No one's going right. to notice, you know, if you can't see it's the law. So who's going to be walking into my bedroom and go, hey, guys, you're not wearing a mask. Here's a $1,600 fine. <laughs> you can't police it. It's not a real law, in my opinion. But that's just- How big, I don't know, how big are your fines over there? Are you fined for breaking the law for the, all this COVID stuff? I mean, um, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard there's there's COVID fines, but I've never experienced them. We get fined for fucking everything around here. I've heard like if you like they they can't like just like Turt said they can't enforce this stuff, but they've tried to impose laws that say, you know, if you don't wear a mask in public, you're not allowed in the in the building, or if you get caught without a mask in certain establishments, there's like a twenty five dollar fine. Um. 20 because yeah, it's six it's 1600 over here Whew. yeah wow. yeah not 25 1600 yeah well i guess i guess that's why americans can be a little more boisterous about fuck you i ain't gonna wear my mask because it's just a 20 dollar yeah. fine yeah 1600 is a bit of a is a you know is a, is a bit that's of a, a bit much that's dollars. a bit much yeah it's a little extreme <laughs> Oh, look, we're currently, I don't know if you guys know how bad the restrictions are here in Melbourne, Australia, but we are currently, uh, we currently have a curfew. You can't be out of your house after nine o'clock, oh, 8, 8 p.m. Uh, you also can't. Oh, no, no, no. But remember, we were, we were good citizens. It's now right. 9 p.m. At 9 p.m. So we can't leave the house. We can't be out of the house after 9 p.m. in the evening. Uh, we can't, uh, we can only go out for exercise one hour a day. Uh, exercise, you don't have to wear a mask, but if you're walking, you do. So if you're walking the dog, you to wear a mask. And then uh, if you go to the shops, you can only go, one person can get, do grocery shopping at a time and they must also wear a mask. And you can't travel five kilometers, which is like 3.8 miles uh, radius away from your house. Oh, well, how are they going to monitor that one? That, know, check your driver's right. license. Check your address. That that sounds like a American prison system to me. It's pretty right. bad. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. And the police and and last weekend when I was actually out and breaking the law because I went for a bike ride much further and then I've got this electric bike. It's fantastic, right? So you don't really have to bike ride. You don't really have to use your physical uh, exercise. It's fantastic. That's great exercise. Yeah. It, yeah. The the police were out checking everyone down down at the beach. Yeah, it was, That's and then I was, I was a little bit, uh, you know, the chain came off, and I was probably about a good fifteen kilometers from home, and um, just the way the bike, the electric bike is, I had to fucking walk it all the way back <laughs> because I couldn't, I couldn't get the chain back on because it's got this like cage thing around it. You should have asked a man for help, Kieran. You should have asked a man for help. <laughs> I got taught stranger danger. <laughs> COVID, COVID stranger danger. COVID stranger danger. No, because I was going fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm clearly, I'm clearly outside the fucking radius. No one can, no one can fucking know. And I was like, fuck, this just sucks. Yeah. Um, is that is that everywhere in Australia or just in Melbourne? Just in Melbourne, the uh, metro. Oh no, because you can have your sex orgies in Queensland. That's fine. Right. Yeah. So just like America, each state does is doing something a little bit different. 
Uh, so yeah. Victoria, the state government has said the Melbourne metro area, so it's about from the CBD out about 40, 50 Ks radius sort of thing. Right. A very large population of 5 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, under these restrictions. And then the rest of uh, Victoria is under stage three restrictions, so they can still go out and do things and snap. But basically the beauty industry, uh, the veterinary industry, the uh, entertainment industry, the uh, food and beverage industry uh, of all had to shut down, physically shut down over this Shit. period here into wow. October, end of October. So uh, if we're very poor at the end of this, it's because of our state government. Absolutely. Uh, trying to reach an unobtainable uh, milestones for the COVID outbreak here, which is uh, only killing people in nursing homes over the age of 80. That's, that's pretty much how it here is. That's pretty much how it yeah. is here in the States too. Yeah. But, uh, but that's okay. But that's okay. Well, look, Kieran, we have on the show with us today, Red and Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week. And I've had the absolute fortune of absolutely decimating them on their show <laughs> uh, with, with a beautiful Australian tune that really, really got the heart uh, heart racing the whole way through, both in qu- uh, quantity and quality. Of, what of what Australian tune, Turch? What Australian uh, tune? Who are by Tamara. Uh, what, uh, yeah. uh, what was her name? Tim, uh, Tamara, Tamara something Gabber. or other? That Gabber, Tamara that's Gabber. It. That's right. I don't even think Kieran's heard it. This is like he's obscure, like an obscure, uh, like not so obscure, but Kieran uh, knows about five I'm country gonna, songs, and that's about it. I'm going to tell you, Turch, you know, after we did that episode, because I edit the shows afterwards, so I had to listen to that one again, and, you know, I had to break the clips all down and post. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Every now and again, you know, I'm walking down the street with my dogs or the kid or something, and every now and then it's like, ooh, ah, I lost my bra. And I was like, God damn it, Turch. <laughs> It was pretty bad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because then you guys brought in a Beyonce song, which I also thought was pretty terrible. But um, it was, it was a, I think a bit of a blowout on that episode too. Oh yeah, but Kieran, they're bringing in. They're gonna do a bit of their show on our show because I figure we Fantastic. need a bit of a holiday, and we're gonna judge them here. So boy, take it away and make sure you plug all your stuff too. Oh yeah, and look, you know, 40 minutes into the show, great time to intro your guests. By the way. <laughs> Well, also but, 15 minutes late coming onto the show, boys. So right, yeah. We, we, we balance it out at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, we uh, we over at Shitty Song of the Week are on a quest to find the world's worst music, two songs at a time. So we're going to be at it for a little while. But what we'd like to do is pick a category and a genre and find a song each within that genre. And, you know, we don't tell each other about it. We play them on the shows, we shit on them, and we get let you, the listeners, determine which one actually is the shitty song of that week. Yep. So we, I wanted to do this with you guys on your show, and you told us, you know, go nuts, pick whatever genre, category you want. And I wanted to do something a little different, a little outside of the box of what we normally do on the show. So I thought we should do shitty songs from guitar icons. Oh, great. Right. right. So these are these are, you know, musicians that people, you know, when you when other musicians are like, who are you influenced by? These are the guitarists that they're like, oh, OK, well, I'm inspired by so and so and the licks of this person and such, you know, they, they may be they may be OK musicians, but they produce garbage every now and again. And I'm here to expose it. Yes. Well, Brandon, we, we seem to have left out one little itsy bitsy part of this whole thing. 
What's we that? are we are um, presenting our show on uh, what is it? We only do one take. Is that what it's called? That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it's more like a we're we're starting this uh, shitty song of the week uh, world podcast tour, if you will. Mm-hmm. We're, like we're gonna we're, we're trying yeah we're, we're trying to uh get our little show on everybody else's show just to give everybody an idea of what we do because like brandon said we're trying to find the world's shittiest song two songs at a time so the more we expose ourselves and our show um the easier it will be to find these songs so w- w- we only do one take is like the first leg of our shitty song of our shitty song of the week world tour um the we've got a couple other yeah, the rest of the days are TBA, but this is what we're calling it. We're calling it the shitty song of the week world tour. We're trying to get on everybody else's show. We're spreading the love out to, you know, all the different countries and states and whatever. But um, it's just trying to find that shitty song where we, we, we do this in the uh, in the end. We had in the end of the year, we do a shitty song of the year and we take all the songs that have won throughout the year and we pit them against one another bracket style. And we have guest judges on, and they help us go through these songs. And at the end of said shitty song of the year, there will be a winner for each year. Last year, Metallica Jaw Rule collaboration won, which was fucking terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, you should go back and listen to that. It was bad. Last year, we done um, a three-hour episode. We didn't have as many uh, songs last year because we started at like three, like a quarter into the year so we didn't have a whole lot of songs this year we're starting from january 1st to the first of december and the last four weeks of december up until the end of the year is going to be dedicated to shitty song of the year and we're going to have a guest judge on every every episode and we're going to go through the songs and by the end we'll have shitty song of the year for 2020 i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait so it's going to be it's going to be amazing so so let's kick things off tonight. Um, I don't know which one of us wants to start. I feel like we should have discussed that before we hop on the show. But Kieran, who should know, start it up? Red yeah, or Brandon? I'll, I'll, I'll start things <laughs> off here. Okay, so right, there we go. Well, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Kieran. Appreciate it. I didn't hear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> okay, so. I've got I've got a song from somebody that I, I can't stand this fucking musician. I don't like the guitarist. I don't like the band or bands, I should say, that they take part in. I, I can't stand the style of music that this person creates and the credit that he receives for his air quotes shredding is laughable at best. So these are what I think of when I think of Tom Morello and Rage Against the Machine. Uh. Yes. Oh, dude, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I fucking can't stand Tom Morello. This man is nothing but four or five notes. Like, he plays one good riff for four minutes, and then he scratches on his fucking strings with his guitar, and he overuses his effects, and all of a sudden, I'm supposed to suck this dude's dick because he's an amazing guitar player. Fuck all that bullshit. So, and there was a song that he just came out with that's an acoustic folk song that I was going to bring on here, but it's legitimately about like the story of a slave burning down a uh, plantation. So I was like, I don't know how well, how good in this climate it would be if I was to shit on that song, but rest assured (laughs) it is dog shit. So what I've got for you guys tonight, I took a little look into Tom Morello's solo work 
Now, I've never done this before. I, yes, thank you, Turch. I never look. look I told you, I'm. I am looking for shitty music. So if I have to dive down the worst rabbit holes, God damn it, that's what I'm going to do. So <laughs> this fucking song. Oh, my God. Where I had it. One second. I apologize here. Where are you? I, I, I'm so I'm so happy okay. someone's listening to his solo work. Uh, well, I, I guess, dude. <laughs> okay. So the name of this album or the name of this song is called Battle Sirens. Okay. And you might you might recognize a couple people on this because it's featuring an uh, Australian drum and bass group called Knife Party. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Eh, no idea. Okay. Well, it was worth a shot. So, <laughs> what's interesting about this? And I'm so just gonna, you, you picked this song because it had Australian players in it, didn't you? No, God, no. You're about to find out why I picked this song, Red. You're about to are find you, out. Are you catering and pandering to our Australian friends here? Happy it's coincidence. Okay. I could pick any song off of this album. They're all dog shit. But I picked this one, and then I learned about who was featured on it afterwards. Mm. So the first clip I have for you guys is the longest one. And God, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I'm sorry. But I had to keep it as long as I did. To show you guys, like this, this is the clip that's gonna beat this home. This man plays one riff, one riff. I defy you to find another one in this fucking intro for as long as it is. So here we go. Can you? Turn up a bit. Okay, look, I totally forgot how long that fucking clip was. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say, why did you record me when I was 16 trying to play Red Hot Chili Peppers? Right? That's what I'm saying. It's not, it sounds like Rage Against the Machine is trying to do a Chili Peppers tribute. It's so fucking bizarre. And look, you could that that intro is roughly a minute and twenty seconds. You could cut I, that down by forty five seconds easily. I felt like I was back in high school watching a high school band play. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounded it, the beginning of it sounded a little bit like Tool. I, I guess had, a little bit before the guitars before the, the yeah. Before, Distortion started to come in. I can yeah. see that a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if they down tuned it, like you know, another uh, like the tone down with all the guitar stuff, and then uh, you know had some 
better drumming and some more intricate bass work. You could almost say it was like off the first um, Black Sabbath type album. Mm-hmm. You slow it down a bit. Yep. But then it just goes, it goes, <laughs> flips at 180 and goes, you know who I really like, actually? I, I like Black Sabbath and I'm also cool with the hip guys. I also <laughs> like John Prashante. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically the same band. Am I right? I could put the two riffs into the same song with no uh, ability to transfer transform over into the next riff. Oh, of course. Now, this... <laughs> Okay, so this album, I'm just going to level with you guys. This is all instrumental. Like, I wanted to find something that highlights this musician specifically, so I was lucky enough to find an instrumental album from him. What's weird about this album, if you go on YouTube and you actually look up the official videos for these songs, they have lyric videos. These are instrumental songs that have lyrics that are written into the video so that you could figure out at whatever point in the fucking song you want to throw the lyrics into. It's the dumbest fucking move I've ever seen. I've got the, I have the lyrics to this song. If you're interested in what Tom Morello was thinking when he wrote it. So it's like he wrote a karaoke track. Right. That's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. A karaoke track. Okay. So, so I'm just gonna give you, I'm just gonna give you some of these lyrics because there's not a lot here. And it, like you, you said, Kieran, that this is like you know sitting in a high school band performance. The lyrics are about the same. It's it's all generic. The government is bad bullshit. So these lyrics go: the last big event before we all go to jail. The music is violent, but we are not. God hates flags. There's no room at the inn. Poverty is man-made. And sometimes history needs a push. So think about those lines of poetry while you are listening to the rest of these clips and tell me where, where in the honest fuck you can fit that, them in. That just sounds like a first draft. I'm just going to get some ideas down, you oh, know, no, and, I, I'll play, and I'll play around with it. That's right. Like you, like you would think that, right? And then they, they'd fix it in post or like as they wrote the rest of the song. But no, that's the official thing. And Usually they attach like lyrics to um, what's the word again? The primary part of music, oh, melody. Usually, ma- like they attach the one with the other, and they write mm-hmm. usually maybe usually the melody first, and then usually add the lyrics. That's usually how it happens. But this seems like, have you ever heard the story about Black Sabbath when they were recording like an album in like the eighties when Ozzy left and stuff like that? What happened was they needed a whole bunch of riffs, and the drummer at the time was like, oh. Tommy Iommi, I need riffs. And Tommy Iommi went to his cupboard and just pulled out a bag full of tapes and just pulled out a tape and said, oh, see if any of these are good. And he just had like a bag full of of Black Sabbath type riffs that he'd written that just weren't songs yet. This is what it sounds like. It sounds like someone's got, Tom Tom Morello has gone to uh, Tommy Iommi and has gone, can I have a bag of those riffs? And he's gone, "Uh, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, here's a tape. I'm going to re-record them and say that they're my own. It, that's what it sounds like to me so far. Okay, so keep more that like band band rehearsal, yeah. right? <laughs> now, yeah. Keep keep that thought. I want you. I want you to think happy thoughts when you listen to the rest of these because this song is about to take a massive turn in a way that I'm guaranteeing you none of you are expecting. So good, this good, next good. Cl- this next clip is immediately what follows that ultra long intro. So that intro comes up and it was starting to ramp up to something. 
and this is what it turns into. So okay. be on the lookout for it. You might notice a, ch a change up here. So Tom Morello has created an all instrumental, like whatever his shitty guitar technique is called, plus dubstep album with, with lyrics released? that are not in the fucking song. When was this released? What year? 2018. So far beyond the uh, phase of uh, uh, the, the popularity of dubstep, he goes, you know what I need to do? <laughs> no, what I mean, too, right? <laughs> That's the most boomer shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know what would be great right now? Look, I I never caught on to this craze when it was popular. I th I think EDM and dubstep is migraine inducing noise that sounds like yeah. robots fucking. I don't need to hear it in my ears <laughs> at super loud volumes like i don't i i've been to a lot of jam band shows and music festivals and shit it's fucking everywhere and i can't stand yeah. it so when i hear somebody who has a history of performing a style like tom morello has branching out and trying something different well it, it perks my ears up a little bit and i had to see what this is all about and it look this song is almost seven minutes long and oh it's, dude really yeah, I'll look, I'm not going to play the whole thing for you guys. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I just gonna, I just want to highlight a couple moments in this, you know. Like, and I have two more clips for you. It's it's a it's a lot of basically that. So I was trying to find bits and pieces that are different throughout the song that maybe won't give you guys headaches as you're listening to it. So this is what I consider to be the breakdown of this song, and this is where things get a little spacey. And I'm just going to say it. It's the best part of this song, and I want you to notice why. It's because Tom Morello is not anywhere in this fucking part. It, this, <laughs> this is clearly the people that he's got in the, the rest of the fucking backup band that's doing his thing. He shows up at the end of this clip for maybe two or three notes. That's all he does. Right. So here we go. The best part of this shit, he. Excellent. So he shows up for that little siren <laughs> bit at the end there. And then Dude, it goes that was the same. That was done on a looper. That was the same like 10 seconds played over and over again. Right. This that's that's clearly where this night these knife party guys are showing up and actually like, okay, we gotta turn this song into something that's relatively listenable. So look, if the rest if 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 that mm. song was four minutes of that. It would be terrible, but I could listen to it a lot more than the seven minutes of the dog shit that I had to get through for this. Well, I felt like I was in an art gallery. Thank you. Yes, that, that, and... that's <laughs> And it's almost like the musician just went, yeah, like, I'll just create 10 seconds and I'll just put it on a loop. And I'm now walking around an art gallery. Right. A weird, I, uh, weird uh, art gallery. 
completely different thing. You know when you play Gran Turismo, like the original like one on yes. PlayStation? Yes. <laughs> it's like, choose your car. Yes. Yes, I'll choose the Subaru. No worries at all. Let's go. Ooh, the sports car. That's the one I'm choosing. And then, you know, just before, it's the background music you don't really listen to, but it's ingrained in your head from when you were like 10 years old playing those games. You like, mean like elevator music? That's a classic. <laughs> that's a perfect example, Turks, because I can't listen to uh, Motorhead's Ace of Spades without flashbacking to my Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 days. Absolutely. Great. And that the whole album is like that whole soundtrack is, is immaculate. Oh, it's it, it's phenomenal. But every time I hear Ace of Spades, I think of Tony Hawk Pro Skater yeah. every time. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good. No. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, right. Dude, those are decent right. memories. And I and I don't mind like ambient soundscapes and shit with music. There's there's a place for that stuff. And if it's in the right setting, I can enjoy something like that. So that's where I was like, that little breakdown wasn't wasn't really irritating to me. I was like, okay, that's that's a relief compared to what it took four minutes to get to that little section. So you had to suffer for four minutes to get to that 30 seconds of peace and clarity before it jumps right back into the outro. And I got a very small snippet of how this song ends. It's just more of the same. It's nothing special. Tom Morello is a fucking hack and a terrible musician. And I can't stand anyone who actually praises this self-righteous piece of shit. So here we go. It sounded like a Mentos, a Mentos gum commercial or something. Like, like did, did they have to end with the fucking explosion at the end of that? Like, what the hell was that about? No, the, the guitar just comes out of fucking nowhere and just, just seems like they're like, he's like scrambling, like running to the guitar and quickly going, oh, quick, let me just do do. It, it's almost like. Wait a minute, it's guys. Like, it's my, it's my, it's my turn, guys. Exactly. <laughs> It's like he got, all, he got all these people <laughs> with him. Like he he got Bass Nectar and Steve Aoki and all these people in this EDM genre to yeah. help him out with this album. But he never heard EDM music, so he's listening to to the shit that they put together. And he's I feel like this is an, an entire album of him trying to figure out what to play with this shit. It's it's that's it's fun. a hard struggle, and I I couldn't get through that much more. And that's the thing, like on the opposite end of the spectrum, with guys like Buckethead, and I know Brandon, you're a fan of Buckethead. He does it amazing. Like he goes, yeah, I'm gonna play, like you know, I'm gonna write music with you know, or dance uh, EDM type stuff, or blend that in. And you can hear the guitar. The guitar is a prominent thing because yes. it's his song plus other people. And this just sounds like you're right. Like I'm just gonna grab you know, a track off YouTube and I'm just going to improvise over it. And then I'm going to call the guys and say, yep, I think we should collaborate. They make something. I'm going to put in a guitar, little lick here and there and hope for the best and just release right. it. Right. And you mentioned Buckethead. Like that's a great example of this. Like Kaleidoscalp is one of his much weirder, you know, avant-garde or like abstract albums that he does. And it's very much in the same vein as this, but he turns it into his own thing. And granted, it's not it's not a good it's not a good album, but it's much no. better and listenable. Like like the theme song to our show is off of that album. Mm. So, yeah, it's this this is fucking dog shit. I, I'm I'm curious <laughs> what you got, Red. That's amazing. Well, Red, you've got something for us as well. Oh uh, yeah. See, I'm I'm going to the opposite end of the spectrum here. Um, 
you know, Brandon brought EDM and Tom Morello. I'm bringing nursery rhymes and Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> uh, are um, we doing uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb? We are. <laughs> we are. We are, sir. Uh, this song is probably in my like top five of most worst, most pointless songs ever. Just because the fact that it's literally just Stevie Ray Vaughan reciting Mary Had a Little Lamb over just casual Stevie Ray Vaughan licks. He, did, he didn't go out of his way to create some awesome guitar lick for it. I think it was more or less just album filler. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's... It, there's nothing special about it. If it didn't have any lyrics to it at all, as soon as they started playing, you would know it was Stevie Ray Vaughan and you would expect something halfway spectacular because it's Stevie Ray Vaughan. But no, it's just casual Stevie Ray Vaughan licks over. Um, I, I know this song. Like Before you even play Mary I had a little lamb. I do know this song. And it always confused me why. I've heard the song. It always confuses you why he did this because he does cover like Jimi Hendrix songs like Little Wing and he covers mm -hmm. Voodoo Child. And then yes. those songs actually have lyrics. But right. he, there's no, he doesn't sing them or even play the melody line of those songs. He just plays it all instrumental. Mm -hmm. And I don't get why Tinch. he didn't sing on those songs instead of right. like making this I an instrumental. That's Kieran. Kieran. How did you come across this, Titch? This is Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Kieran, for anyone uh, listening, and obviously the guys uh, on the show here, uh, Kieran is musically illiterate mm. and uh, doesn't know very much M about music. Musically all, dyslexic. So musically yeah, dyslexic. that's the word. That's the mm. So oh, we've got very much, you talk about the uh, opposite end of the spectrum here. I am very much very musically acknowledged, and Kieran is... Um, I'm just hearing. Look, he's in the I'll tell you. He's in the remedial class. <laughs> absolutely absolutely in the remedial class here i'm just hearing mary had a little lamb and church saying i've listened to mary had a little lamb <laughs> well, Red, I, that argument so have i and and, well, Red, and I, I think you're gonna play some clips well no that's the whole point in it is everybody's heard mary had a little uh, mary had a little lamb since we were children and of all the things like church said out of all the things for him to cover and put words to he picks this. Like, I would have loved to have heard a Stevie Ray Vaughan version of Little Wing, you know, or or Voodoo Child. Like, that's right up Stevie Ray Vaughan's alley. That's right up his wheelhouse. So for him to just pick a, a child's nursery rhyme to put a guitar riff over, it blows my fucking mind because it's it's super simplistic. Like, there's nothing special about it. There's nothing that, like, damn, Stevie Ray Vaughan killed it on that shit. I, I, think, it, I think it's a... Nothing. a pretentious move for someone like him to do where he thinks that he's that I, I feel like it's a i'm i'm this good of a musician watch me write mary had a little lamb all over again you know like mm. it's like like it's like almost like a, a, a self-righteous challenge to himself to like, i could turn anything into a decent song but this is a weird one like it's the licks the the, the riffs aren't bad but then he just peppers in the, the words to Mary had a little lamb and it throws everything off. That's it. That's all it is. 
So you know what? I think we need to hear some clips. I think we need to yeah. hear some clips. If Kieran, some here's clips. how it intros. If you've never, if Kieran, if you've <laughs> never heard, if, if you've never heard Mary had a little lamb, um, which I'm sure you have, this is uh, what Mary had a little lamb would sound like <laughs> if Stevie Ray Vaughan did it. Well, he did do it, so I, I know that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> Fuck up my joke, Brandon. <laughs> How do you guys have a show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Anyway, anyway, here's the intro to "Mary Had a Little Lamb" by Stevie Ray Vaughan. So that's, that gets pretty repetitive, but now, like Brandon's song, it's monotonous. It's just on and on See, and I, on. I, and I, on. I was expecting something like, I think I know why he's done this. You know, as parents and whatnot, we've got to listen to kids' music. We're driving in the car. Oh fuck me! We've got to play "Mary Had a Little <laughs> Lamb," otherwise we've got to deal with a tantrum, right? You know, I'll, uh, Stevie comes along and saves the day. You know, I'll fucking make it sick. I'll make it awesome. It, it, children children love it parents love it everyone you know we're kicking goals yeah this that's is not, not what this i is heard not, this, this is not that's kids not. bop karen this is not kids <laughs> bop. okay so, so no. to, to that is there a musician that could do a good version of this song like could ingway malmstein come out and do with a crazy fucking version of this or dragon force have you something? ever heard ingway malmstein sing he cannot no. do any better singing vocal wise no. than no. no. But I, I mean, I I would enjoy those riffs much much more than Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm just gonna say it. Well, I, yeah, I, because because Malmsteen would bring something to the table, just like a, like that's that's yeah. my whole argument here. Stevie Ray right. Vaughan brings nothing to the table. It's, okay, it, it, it's fucking Mary had a little like, lamb. I mean, it's yeah. basic shit. Yeah, and and then adding it to like a, the simplistic twelve bar blues, and he's not like doing anything overly complex when it comes. No, to it's just standard stuff. runs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They're good. They they're classic runs. I mean, they're stolen from either Jimi Hendrix or BB King or um, you know, what's what's the other guy's name? Like um, ah, mine's got blank now. But Dale, you know, it's cl- Dale, classic Dale, the blues player, <laughs> Dale, the blues man, right? Um, but classic, like you know. Uh, blues licks is just taken from things from the past and decided, yeah, let's put some. But I think Kieran has to hear the lyrics of this Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah, th- this is where it, uh, where he spices it up a little bit and he starts to sing, Kieran. Um, now, I, I don't know if you know the story of Mary Had a Little Lamb, Kieran, but her fleece was as, was, was as white as snow. I just, just remember that. Okay. God, he's. You're right, he, right? You you get mad the more and more that we're gonna play these clips. I see the look on your face; it's pure frustration. And now I actually understand why this shit's fucking. Hard. Yeah, dude. Like it, it, I'm a fan. Don't worry. Of I'll, Steve, yeah, I'm a fan. Lyrics. I'm a fan yeah. of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, please transcript the lyrics <laughs> the for us, there, Kieran. Pull them up. 
Yeah, I'm a fan of Stevie Ray Vaughan. So this is really, really depressing knowing that he wasted his fucking time and, and even putting this out instead of just me- like like Karen said, the kids are screaming in the fucking car. You want they want to hear Mary had a little lamb. You don't want to hear the traditional version, so spice it up a little bit. Fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan fails at all avenues on that part. And if you're but, trying to spice it up a bit, why do you why do you pick blues as the genre to go with? It's like, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I, well, I look, I understand that. But like if you're trying to spice up a children's song, you don't want to make it ultra depressing by turning it into a fucking blues song. You're right, you're right. Rap. You want to turn it into rap. There we go. Can't wait for Tom Morello's EDM version of uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb 2020. I'm waiting for it, mate. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) That that track is on the album, but you can't get the lyrics until you go on YouTube and read the YouTube. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. All right, but anyway. Lamb, as you said it with everybody, because everyone is a socialist at this point in time. Am I right? Yeah, so... So this is how the lyrics go. They, they finally kick in after 45 seconds or whatever it is. Um, it's not a whole minute 20, but it is a very long intro and it's repetitive as shit. But this is where the lyrics kick in. And if you know it, sing along, Karen. If you know the words, sing along because everybody knows these words. So here we go. This was white as snow, yeah. Everywhere the tower went I love it. What a time did they have that they had school? Like, you, you could at least do it in, like, oh, to stick along with your chord progression. I felt like he was a little off timing there. Oh, good, because I'm not musically uh, competent, and I felt that too. <laughs> well, there must be some truth in it then. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it, the shift, the subtle, like, you know, that 12-bar blue sort of thing, like the stanzas, he should have done like three and then three yes. rather than like flow it over. And I get what he was trying to do. Usually, uh, you know, you guys play guitar and stuff. Usually when you get a solo section for playing the blues, you usually get like two rounds of the 12-bar. And then the next person right. solves it. You go back into that. I sort of yeah. get it what he was trying to do there, but you're right. The, the way that he flowed in from one part to another was so disjointed. It just felt like it didn't, it, it needed some cleaning up. Maybe a second take there, Stevie. And, well, I think and, and that, that mix was really off too. Like, you, you know, you could turn the vocals up slightly or the guitar down a little bit and make made it blend a little better. I mean, in in Stevie Ray Vaughan's defense, I believe this this uh, this song came out on the albums in his whiskey cocaine time period. Like he mixed his whiskey and his cocaine and his coffee and all this shit together. So did Ace of Spades by. So did Ace of Spades. Yeah, but what I'm saying, great fucking album. Well, okay, okay, all right. But but what I'm saying is, it put him in a mindset to where he was just like, oh, I gotta put something out. I fucking gotta, you know what I mean? Like, and he just. why not Mary had a little lamb, you know? I'm amazed at the vocals. If he's on cocaine and whiskey at the same time, I'm amazed the vocals are as flat as they are. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb, yeah. Yeah, cocaine. Well, even, not even as he's singing it, he doesn't sound like he wants to do it. He's like, this is the yeah, thing I've ever fucking done. That's, that's why I say it was filler. This is nothing. <laughs> this a- is nothing. 
his record company goes, uh, uh, Stevie, I know you've been doing like, you know, Texas Flood, perfect, we love it, it's great. Uh, you've been playing with BB King, all these other greats here. You need to put out a nursery rhyme. That's just in your contract. And you like that, <laughs> imagine that's the negotiation. That nursery rhyme. Rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do not you have, have nursery rhymes in my contract, Stevie, right, right here, right here. Mary had a little lamb right there. Uh, you know, it, we've got to appeal to those, you know, we've got to get those young audiences, three and uh, three and four year olds. We've got to get them in early with the blues. Otherwise, how? <laughs> otherwise, it's a dying, you know, this is the 1980s. People want hair metal. People want hair metal. We don't want, you know, we don't want Delta blues. This is what we, we've got to get the young people in. So when they're 30 years old, they can complain about it on a podcast. Well, I mean, th- this, is, this is the third clip coming up and nothing in this song changes. It's the same tempo. It's the same repetitive shit. Again, there's nothing fucking special about this. It's just a waste of fucking time. I don't know, the whole man. Entire, the whole entire at, thing. At the end of that verse, he was getting ready to play a, play a sweet solo. I heard that high note at the end. Like, something was about to go down. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. And if it does go down, if it does go down, it's just for, you know, it's not it's not that great. All right, well, let's find out. I ain't buying it. Is this the intro again? Sounds like it, right? <laughs> like, there's no definite distinction between the intro and, and this guitar solo, realistically. You could get it in a music program, cut it up, swap it around, and no, I don't think anyone, unless you're a diehard Stevie fan, would even really notice that there's a, an actual difference. Dude, you get me drunk enough and I can play you the same thing. <laughs> I can pull out the guitar now. Like, we can just muck around with it. Right, yeah, yeah. You get me drunk enough and I can play the same thing. Look, I, I feel like I was the only one of us that was listening to that clip and was paying attention to the bass line. Like the, yeah. I heard the I heard the solo. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, it's there's nothing special about it. It's it's not terrible, but it's not great. I'm listening to that bass line because all of a sudden I didn't hear the bass at all throughout this entire song. And then mm. the solo comes on and that shit gets put on front street and it is not good. It is. It's just like it, this man is falling down a flight of stairs while he is trying to keep a fucking rhythm going. <laughs> Only the drummer seems to be holding this band together. It's like, come on, we've got to go to Don. We've got to time. <laughs> and that never happens in a recording studio. Who who says the drummer's running, getting everyone on time? Usually, it's the guitar player yelling at everybody <coughs> else. But in this case, yeah, he must have been the only sober one in the room. <laughs> uh, Mainly because be. you know drummers can't afford drugs. <laughs> Right, that is what they say. Yes, yeah. You know, he was so, loading up while everyone was getting on the on the the whiskey. Yeah. So th- this is uh, the last clip that I have for this song. Um, now this song's not anywhere near as long as fucking Brandon's song. I know he didn't play us the whole seven minutes, but this song's yeah. not seven minutes long. I mean, you could probably. I'm sure Stevie Ray Vaughan could could drag Mary had a little Mary had a little lamb out for seven minutes, but. Yeah, he's dragging it out right now. Exactly. What what I'm saying is it just he 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 you know 
we always say on shitty song of the week that certain parts of this song could be cut out and it'd make it better. You know, certain parts of this song could be cut out and made it better. You know, most people like the first verse, for instance, not a lot of people know the first verse of Mary had a little lamb. They always go to what, what well, I'm talking about going. No, what I'm saying is the, the, um, what, what's the, what's the line about, uh, oh uh, shit. He doesn't uh, don't worry. I've got you saved here. Uh, I'm going to go piss. Face ID. Fuck, hang on. Shit. This is... I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. Are we we really Googling the lyrics to Mary Had a Little Lamb? (laughs) Yeah, they're not... Here we go. Okay. Mary Mary Had a Little Lamb. His fleece was white as snow. Yeah. And everywhere the child went, that little lamb was so sure to go now. All right, the uh, th- that that's the chorus of Mary had a little lamb. The actual story, the the words, the the verse to Mary had a little lamb. The first one, not not the first verse. Not a lot of people know that part of it. Well, where, where she went to school one day with a lamb, and like, there, dude, there's only two verses to this song, and then there's like a tisket tasket bit. Oh, there we go. He, this part, he followed her to school one day and broke the teacher's rule. What a yeah. time did they have that day at school? Jesus Christ. Yeah, not not a lot of people get that. Most people, Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. That's mostly what people think of when they hear Mary had a little lamb. They don't get into the fucking meat and potatoes of it. Most, most people don't. Red, I'm going to ask you in all seriousness, did you ever think in your life you would ever get this mad over a nursery rhyme? No, and never did I ever think that I would be arguing the validation of the chorus and the fucking verses of Mary Had a Little <laughs> Brandon, I mean, you say that like you just didn't yell about self-serve checkout and stickers on fruit. I mean, like, right, let's be realistic right. here. Look, right. I, I, I did a very I, weird show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get us on here, man. It's, it's a bit is a weird show, but... It's a, always a complete shit show, like I said. It could go anywhere. Now, okay, so we got one more clip of Mary Had a Little Lamb. So Stevie Ray Vaughan's going to take it on home for us, I guess. Um, you know how it goes. Just play it. Let's just play so, it and get it over with. Fun fact about these clips that you've been playing. My song was a lot longer, so my clips, I wasn't going to play the entire song. Uh-huh. These, clips, these clips that have been put together is the entire song. So you yeah. have to this song in its entirety up until this point. Yes, and like I could told you Stevie Ray is going to drive it on home now. This is how it ends. All right, so here we go. A tasket, baby. Well, good thing you didn't miss anything, Turch. <laughs> oh, that was that was rough. I felt like I was if, behind. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't, if if you weren't around for the intro, oh, just play you it missed again. it. Just play it again for me. That'd be really good. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> if you missed the intro, if you if you're listening now and you missed the intro, 
Um, you just heard it again. It's the same exact thing. Look, amazing. He, Stevie Ray Vaughan's a very he was a very talented musician. There's no argument here about mm-hmm. that. You know, that, that's not up for debate here. But he does know how song structure works, right? Like if you're gonna write it, I, I hate it. It's like it's right up there in my top three pet peeves for music. It, write more chords. It, it, use different chord progressions. You don't have to have the if you're gonna pay one rhythm throughout the entire course of your fucking song, then you really need to reevaluate how you're writing music. And Slim Dusty, right? A, a great Australian Slim Dusty. He does that with Duncan. You know, he even says it out loud, change key, you know, and then you, 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 you the key changes and off you go. Yeah. See, that's what we need. <laughs> we need yeah, we need, we need instructions up to the musicians in the song. And the rest yeah. of the audience at the same time. It's very important. This is like right, a live like, gig. He really, he really needs to guide you on this one. Like he, I, I feel like he should have added words in between verses, like second verse, and then go right into the second one. So, so you I know hope, at what point in the song you're at. I really hope these the two things you've brought in say mash up into one big thing, where it's like an EDM version of Mary Had a Little Lamb, but you have to, the lyrics are just on the screen in the video, and you have to sing them when. Uh... <laughs> sing them whenever you'd like that's the important thing i'd uh, be willing to bet i'd be willing to bet turge that somewhere out in the vast universe of youtube that there is an edm version of mary had a little lamb and i will find it and share it with you lovely lovely people (laughs) yes so anyway that is my uh my submission for shitty song of the week world tour world tour Kieran, yeah. we've got to have yep. a decision here of who we thought which song was worse. But I okay. thought we'd bring, we'd bring in one of our own because I think we've got actually got something. I had like two in mind and actually the one in one of these in mind suits exactly what you've been bringing in here. Oh, excellent. So we all love the blues and I love B.B. King. More, like, you know, he was my, probably my biggest blues influence guy. And Kieran likes William Shatner. And <laughs> And what we like to do, Oh no. And uh, we, we also like uh we also like Rainbow. I love Rainbow, like you know, with um Richie Blackmore. And mm-hmm. this year, not too long ago, William Shatner decided to release a blues album and asked all these really famous blues players and I've heard musicians this. to play with him. And he decided to cover just BB King songs, nothing too fancy. And you know, the thrill is gone, like probably one of the most perfect blue songs of all time could only be made better by Richie Blackmore and William Shatner. Would you like to hear at least a couple of minutes, a couple of like the first intro intro and oh, first. Absolutely. First absolutely. And- I, I'm right there with you, Kieran. I'm a big fan of Shatner's music. It's a, it's a, it's a hilarious train wreck <laughs> that I love jumping on and being a part of. Like I, I, I love his version of Bohemian Rhapsody much more than the Queen one. I'll listen to it fucking all day. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Thank so you. We're gonna it's... listen to it. We're gonna listen to it, and Kieran and I can decide who we think is the winner is, and we can just enjoy the beautiful tone of uh, William Shatner's voice. Here we go, Pete. Excellent. <laughs>
the thrill is gone. <laughs> thrill is gone away. Thrill is gone, baby. <laughs> the thrill is gone away. You know, you done me wrong, baby. And you'll be sorry someday. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll fade that bad boy out there for us all. But yeah, very exciting. William Shatner, the new album is released. Uh, I'm freaking it because I obviously do get a commission. So make sure you listen to it. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's just fantastic, fantastic sort of stuff. But Kieran, I think we've deliberated. Deliberated. We, we have. Look- we have <laughs> deliberated. Uh, we we Kieran, have. Who is the winner of this week's? Uh, we only do one take podcast crossover with shitty uh, song of the week. Who is the winner this week? The shittiest song of the week. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Red. It is drum roll. Drum roll. Here we go. Uh, Mary had a little lamb. The shitty song. Wait a second. You wrote Mary. (laughs) Oh, look. (laughs) Let's not get bogged down on those details. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just uh, fix that. Mary had a little Christmas. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Fixed there we up. go. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Oh boys. Oh boys. We have been. We thank you so much for being on the show. Make sure. Make sure you plug yourself. Where can people find your show with all the shitty songs that you will be listening to in the future? Uh, you guys can check us out anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We try to put episodes out every Friday. Um, shit's been a little hectic, so it's been kind of off, but we're trying to get back into that. So every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, follow us on Twitter over at Shitty Song Pod. Give us suggestions for songs that you want us to tear apart and shit on. Yeah, uh, we got a Patreon. Go to our Patreon as well, patreon.com slash SSOTW. Sign up and become a glutton for punishment. Get access to tons of bonus content. Awesome. And if you haven't Red, already, if you, if you haven't already, keep keep up with the uh, uh, previous episodes of Shitty Song of the Week so you're up to speed whenever shitty song of the year comes by, because it's going to be great. There's going to be tuxedos and awards and plaques and trophies and all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be good. Perfect. Perfect. I'm looking forward to shitty song of the year. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because we all know that uh, it's going to win it. (laughs) See, you say that, you know, I I do this every now and again with episodes. I get all excited about them. And then I realize how many times I have to listen to this shitty music. And I'm like, shitty song of the year sounds fun on paper, and it sounds fun to listen to it, you know. I, but then you realize, oh fuck, that's like 40, 50 songs that I have to go through and play clips of, and really analyze it. It gets daunting, but it's so fucking worth it to figure out what song is the shittiest. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Well, I, I, I'm sure that uh, uh, the ooh will be at least. <laughs> <laughs> making an appearance at least once during the, that time there. And Ren, you've got another podcast as well, I believe. So make sure you plug that one too. Uh, actually, I don't. Um, <laughs> 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 funny story, Turch. Funny story, Turch. 
No. Um, Leaving the tent. <laughs> yeah, that 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 show has fell by the wayside. I decided to put all my energy into shitty song of the week. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We've got a lot of extra things that we're doing. So um, I decided to put all my energy into uh, shitty song of the week. But you know, if you just happen, to, if you just want to put somebody else on your follow list on Twitter, you can follow me personally um, on Twitter at uh, Red the Podcaster. Um, pretty easy to find. I'm, I'm pretty vain. You know, I, I am red, the podcaster. So, you know, check me out on the Twitter and all and that only. kind of shit. The one and only it's the red, red, the podcaster official. That's me. <laughs> I'm verified and everything. Fantastic. Not really, but you know, it would be cool if I was. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that way you can say more Rachel slurs and no one would stop you. Cause you know, you're verified. It's all good after that one. Yeah. 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 You want. And for all your wanking needs, my lovely wankers out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, especially if you are a porn star, make sure you record it on your phone or email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, Red, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for thanks having for us. Thanks for having us. And Kieran. Thanks for coming along. Yes. Oh, we will see you next Thursday. <laughs> uh, let me play the thank you. <laughs> <laughs>